What's going on everyone? Welcome to another episode. I'm your host Javier. Okay, so this one is going to be kind of a, a heartbreaker slash truth teller. Okay, um, I was actually reading a post on LinkedIn and, and it, it kind of defines my journey as a CMO as we speak right now. So you're probably asking yourself how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable. You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effing business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr., and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. So really quick, you know, my background um, is I'm CMO for a tech company called Ratmate. Uh, I've been C- I've been a CMO at this company for just over eighteen months, I believe. I was a previous CMO at another at another company um, called um, Anchorwave. It was an ad agency, and I was a CMO there for like twelve ish months. Um, I was also national director of business development at a facility company called CMI. I was there for I think roughly eighteen months. Ran my own company for just over ten years or so. Um, and so I've been, you know, yeah, so I've been kind of around the block, if you will. I've worked with a lot of, um, Inc 5,000 companies in the facility space to help them with their marketing and and all that fun stuff. All right. So now this is not a brag moment. This is kind of like my journey getting here was not easy and it kind of sucked because when you're running your own business, it is, you're, you're wearing all the hats and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden you start working for a company and like, we're like, our company is scaling uh, and we're growing and I'm in lots of meetings, like sometimes more meetings than what I want to be in. Um, this is not a knock on my company by any means, but like when you start getting to the CXO positions, like you're in lots of meetings and sometimes you don't have the time to spend on strategy to spend on tactics, to spend on training your team, to, to spend on like reviewing things. Like, and on top of that, you've got all these little fucking responsibilities that you got to do. And so, you know, something that was, you know, kind of hit me when I was reading this post, I'm like, this is so true, man, is you got to articulate and you got to learn how to, how did he say it here? Let me find that post. His name is Dave Gerhardt. Let's see, where did he, here we go. So this is what he kind of said. He goes, want to be a CMO? Heck, or any C-level executive, you better learn to love meetings and internal communication. Unless you're the, you're the secret super genius CTO who doesn't have to manage people or take any meetings and can just code all day, you must become a top-notch communicator if you want to be a CMO or CXO. And this is true for all formats. You need to be strong in in-person, over Zoom, on video, in writing, group settings, one-on-one. Um, so this is kind of where I'm going to be leading this one into this conversation or this podcast episode. This one will probably be kind of shorter than normal, but I want to bring this up because you know, I started this podcast because I wanted to, to, to grow the industry when it came to marketing in general. Like I wanted to improve the, the, the marketing game and the facility management, property management space. That was, and it's still the goal. But then as I started, you know, recording 20, 30, 60, 100 episodes, 
started realizing and thinking like, you know what? There aren't enough people on the, on, at the, that are marketing leaders. A, there aren't enough marketing leaders in the facility space. B, there aren't enough marketing leaders in the facility space that have a seat at the table. I was like, fuck, man. Like, I should probably, like, help some folks that might listen to this podcast try to, like, guide them into, like, how to get there. And this podcast kind of maps out some of those things. And so the thing that has made me successful so far to where I'm at right now in my career has been exactly what Dave said is is meetings and communication. I'm in meetings a lot. And right now we're a one-man show and we're about to grow and expand. Um, so I'm doing a lot of different things. So I have to find different ways and how to f- create efficiencies. Now, yes, I've been a one-man show, but like I have other people running certain things. So for instance, like we had an agency doing our ads. Now we have someone from an- another company that we acquired doing our ads. Um, I use other folks or leverage other people for design. Okay. So like I have these different things and, and, and people and resources to help me kind of like offset what I'm not strong at or I, or I don't want to focus on. Got that so far? So I'm in meetings a lot. I mean, Mondays, my, my, my meeting calendar is huge. Okay. Uh, and then once a month, I, we have monthly roll-ups and that's usually anywhere from two to four hours. And then... I'll have, you know, one-on-ones with my, with my CEO. I'll have meetings with other folks. And sometimes it just kind of leaves not enough to get other things done. And now I'm not saying that meetings are great. I'm not implying that we should all be in meetings. I'm not even trying to brag that being in a meeting is way cooler. It has nothing to do with that. But sometimes you have to come into these meetings knowing that you've got to provide some sort of level of communication and value. And so like an example today is I was in a meeting helping a couple of team members on an ABM strategy that we were going to launch for um, going after a few accounts for franchises. And he put everything into a spreadsheet and he had like the company, a a point of contact, an address, and that's about it. I'm like, okay, we need to take this further. And he's like, I thought this was all you needed. I go, no. And so I explained to him, like, you, what you have to understand is, like, you've got to give me more, like, point of contact. you got to give me more people, and you got to give me more touch points. I need to have, like, two, three, four people because if there's only one, we're living and dying by one person. So if we're going to go after an account, like, let's say, Ace Hardware, for instance, and you only give me one contact, I hope to God that that, that mailer that we create goes to that person and makes it there. And if it doesn't, then... What are we going to do? Try to find somebody else, which is why you create contingency plans. Hey, let's get two or three other people that seem like decision makers that could help us with this or lead us in the right direction and we'll start targeting them. Oh, and let's get their LinkedIn profile so we can send them a DM. Oh, and let's get their phone number. Oh, and let's get their email address. Oh, and let's get their address. And you do that for each contact. And I explained this and, you know, the two guys I was working with, they're like, almost blown away and I kind of explained how the strategy would work and, 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 and all kind of lay out and they're like, oh, I get it now. So I'm in those meetings as well too, trying to essentially communicate like, hey, this is what we're trying to do. When I say I need something at 90, 95%, like I legit need everything fucking mapped to here. 
and then I will come in and finish the rest. That 5%, that 10%, that 15% that I go in doing is what's going to make it successful. The research, you know, ahead of time to get the right audience, that should be placed on, you know, on this case, my teammates. But like my execution, how, because I've done this before and I know exactly how it, how it needs to be done and laid out. So that meeting, 45 minutes, but I, I communicated exactly how I need this. And I go, and on top of that, like this needs to be in HubSpot and it needs to be laid out in HubSpot a certain way so that we can put them into a workflow. And if we put them into a workflow, they're gonna get like the first task and like, all right, send the mailer here. And then task number two, three days later, you know, follow up with a DM and task like, so like there's these things going on in this whole thing and it kind of streamlines the entire process. It just makes sense so far. So what I am trying to imply is, is that if your goal is to be a CMO or like a VP of marketing or any CXO position in facility and property management, if that's one of your goals, you've got to get very good at knowing how to manage meetings, how to then also communicate within those meetings. Okay. And sometimes like you're going to have very rough ones where the people that you're talking to are a-holes and you're trying to explain stuff and they're just, you know, they're just being a jerk. Other times people are going to show up to the meeting unprepared. Other times people are not going to have, you know, they're going to ask very, uh, like, like very difficult and challenging questions. And so you've got to make sure that you know how to internally communicate to your team. You know how to like communicate in general to everybody else. More importantly, you need to have some sort of level of conviction to the, to what direction you're taking the strategy that you're doing. So this is kind of what I mean is, is like things may not be going all, you know, sunshine and rainbows sometimes, but if you know that you're heading in the right direction and you have like, you have like, you know, triggers or points in this journey, like, Hey, and these are things that we're looking for. And this is pointing us in the right direction. There's nothing that we should be concerned about. Talk about that. Make those, you know, you know, points to, 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 to discuss examples i had a you know big meeting with the leadership team and we were you know everybody was nailing the whole like cost per lead and all this other stuff but then i go guys we need to get off of this because at the end of the day the cost per customer was way cheaper than this other type of campaign and it had a lower cost per lead and and i go and the numbers speak for themselves and they're like you're right javier and so where i'm getting to is that like you've got to know what you're going to be like what uh, what things you're gonna be fighting for, what hills you're gonna die on, how you're gonna talk about it respectfully, obviously, and you're gonna to have to have meetings to sometimes explain this several times. I've had meetings where I've explained the same thing several times for like two or three months, and I'm like, "Fuck, man! Like, why aren't you getting this?" And they finally are like, "Okay, we get it, Javier. You're right. I know I'm fucking right." Okay. Because I'm more in the numbers than anybody else. You're seeing it from over there every now and then. You don't see any progress. I'm seeing it from here because I'm like, I'm in it every single day. And so, no, I don't talk to my team like that. But sometimes I want to say stuff like that in my head. I'm like, God, you guys are killing me. And then this is not a knock on my team. Like, I love everybody there. Like, they're amazing. But what I'm saying is, is that there's a lot of pressure being in the C-suite 
a ton of pressure. It's not easy. You will get attacked and not in a bad way because you have to, you have to know your stuff and it's not for everybody. And so maybe this episode is like telling you, you know what, Javier, maybe I don't want to be a CMO or a VP of marketing. Maybe I'm going to be content with being a director. That's fine. And, 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 and if that's like where you want to go and, and stop at, by all means, awesome for you. Because now you know where you're like, this is my comfort level and this is what I'm happy with and I love doing this and I don't want confrontations and there's nothing wrong with that. This is, this is not a judgment. What I'm saying and what I want you to learn is, is that as you go higher up the ladder, getting into like these executive positions, the challenges get more demanding and like what people want get even more challenging and, and difficult to achieve at scale and then things just kind of change when like you know maybe revenue isn't doing as well or you know the sales team is you know wanting more stuff like like there like if there's anything that's kind of like a ruffle in this whole thing like the you're going to get pushback in some way shape or form and that's okay that's that's part of growth that's part of this whole process and so what I want to, you know, want you to learn on, on this is that be, get used to getting in the meetings, but be very strategic, pick and choose the battles that you want to be in, pick and choose when you're going to kind of like chime in. Don't just be the person that just always like, you know, says all sorts of shit, but like be thoughtful of what you're saying, know your numbers really well, and, and just know how to communicate really really well to everybody in different ways okay so like you know something that dave wrote here this is really cool is and and this is so true is he he says marketing is one of those most misunderstood operations inside of a company and if you aren't able to control the narrative show what you're working on and articulate why it matters you'll end up with the status quo today my company has no idea what marketing should be doing and that's so true. And that's something that I try to control all the time. I try to control the narrative every single time in meetings that I'm you know, you know, know, going through. Where someone might be saying like, well, this doesn't work. I'm like, oh, that's not true because it is working. You are getting you know, X amount of people actually making appointments and you are closing at 30 to 40%. If you would like, I could remove this and you no longer get this. Do you want me to do that? And then all of a sudden they're like, no, don't remove that. Because... I didn't, I didn't think about it. Exactly. So you need to get used to controlling the narrative, right? And clear and confident, compelling communication internally is one of the reasons that Dave was able to advance his career so quickly. He didn't realize it at the time, but it matters a lot. And so more than mean, like more than knowing like your CAC, which is your customer acquisition cost to LTV, which is lifetime value and your MQL marketing qualified lead. Um, you can be like the greatest operator behind the scenes, but as a marketing leader, it means that nothing if you can't communicate externally. So what I'm getting is like, yes, know your metrics. Yes, understand what you're doing, but you've got to know how to communicate and drive the narrative because in reality, like that is what you're trying to do. You're trying to, you're talking to people and you're trying to convince people on certain things. In marketing, you're trying to convince them like 
to buy your services or products so that sales has a better chance of closing them. Internally, you're trying to convince your team to, to move forward or to buy into a direction that you're doing or, or, or moving towards for in a marketing campaign or initiative. Does that make sense? And so you've got to use persuasive conversation and persuasive speaking skills. You've got to know how to talk to people, how to read people, how to understand what they're saying like or, 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 or articulate what their questions are and beat them ahead of time before they even know what, you know, what their questions could possibly be so that you're on top of it. So being a great communicator starts with the end in mind. It's not about you know, what you want to say. It's about understanding how to guarantee the audience understands. And if they didn't understand, that's on you. If they are confused or if they're bored, that's on you. So if you want to be a CMO, it's not about the cool marketing ideas that everyone thinks that we all have. Nothing big and sexy brand campaigns. It's about this whole master internal communication. And so... This is like when I read this post, I was like, this is so true. And do I question, you know, my sanity being a CMO? Definitely not. I love the pressure. I love the battles. I love coming out, you know, with my back against the wall and 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 making things just better, more successful. I love winning. I love proving my doubters wrong and not that my team doubts me, but they challenge me on certain things with good reason. And then also I love to to turn it around and be like, fucking A, you see this? And I love that. That drives me. And so that's something that I, I want you to understand is that if you're looking at being a CMO, you need to be okay with the lots of meetings and you need to be okay um, you need to be okay having a lot of communication and internal meetings and trying to share your thoughts in ways to help people like understand what's going on because if you don't do that then it's going to be it's going to be a loss and it's going to be on you so I try to take the time to help my team understand like this is what I need done. You know, when I'm working with like when I was talking about this whole ABM program, I had that meeting this afternoon um, with a couple of my couple of my colleagues, like what I need them to do and why I need them to do that and how this is going to work and, you know, what this could look like, all that stuff, because they, they've never done anything like this. And this is like complete next level. This is. This is true, thoughtful marketing. Like this is where strategy really comes into play. But you need to explain it correctly. And so then from there, it's on them if you are able to articulate it correctly because you should be getting an end product of what you need after that or you should, the team should be bought in or they should have an understanding. And so because I have such a good, strong understanding of my numbers, because I have such a good track record on like the strategies that we're moving forward with and what it produces and, and, and me saying like, okay, we're gonna make an adjustment here or this is not working. Because of all that, it's, and I've proven it, it's an easier conversation with my teammates because like they see like, oh, Javier's got this nailed. Oh yeah, he's, he's totally got this. For you, Coming up into this, you might have to work your way into it and it's going to be challenging and that's okay. 
it should be challenging. So this is just encouragement to help you kind of understand that you're going to be facing these journeys. That's part of what's going on. And if this says to you, like, you know what, maybe getting to the C-suite position isn't what I want. That's fine, too. It's not for everybody. Okay, so just understand that, like, it's this wasn't, you know, meant to, like, deter you to to not move up it's it's more of to like set expectations because there are times where you get to this level and and there's pressure and you're like fuck am I gonna get fired tomorrow like those things go through people's heads other times it's like okay I've got to start owning these more I gotta own these numbers I gotta get better at this like there's things that need to be you know done so at the end of the day it's just kind of part of the process so with that said, hope this was helpful. Three things in my podcast. Number one, please give me a five-star review. Number two, connect with me on LinkedIn. If you have any kind of questions or episodes that you'd like for me to actually start covering, by all means, ask me. Like, I'm happy to do that. And then number three, share this podcast with somebody else. This podcast is on the verge of hitting 5,000 downloads. We're over 175 episodes. I think at this point right now, we're at 175, maybe more. I don't know, but we have a lot. Uh, I mean, we're right around the corner of 200 flipping episodes, which is just insane to think about, which is cool too. So making progress. So um, if you have any questions, let me know. Other than that, hope you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you later. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, This is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, We'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Have a great one.